Hey coconuts, today is one of those rare nights that I couldn't sleep. <laughs> I probably had too much tea, you know, sometime in the evening. Hi. <laughs> so I, I couldn't sleep. It's in the middle of the night and I decided that, oh, you know, I have all these thoughts in my head. I'm going to record them and share them with you. And in today's episode, I'm going to interject the original programming and share with you a little bit of my thoughts thoughts of this whole new variant of Omicron, how's it going to affect you and how's the media narrative out there that's panning out that I think it's kind of weird, uh, how you should look at some of these things and some of the uh, major predictions that I have, you know, following the situation. Yeah, so congratulations because I couldn't sleep. You get extra episode about the most updated stuff. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So good midnight, everyone. I welcome you to another day with Financial Coconut. In our podcast, we'll be debunking financial myths, discovering best financial practices, and discussing financial strategies that fits a unique life. You get it. Ultimately, empowering us to create a life we love for managing our finances well. My name is Reggie. I'm your chief financial coconut, and today is midnight, so I may be a little bit soft, not as exciting as usual, <laughs> because I don't want to wake up my neighbors. And yeah, we're going to spend a little bit of time to talk about this whole new variant of Omicron and what do I think is going to happen going forward. Okay, before we begin, I need to clarify that I'm not a virologist by any chance. I've not consulted any pharmaceutical individual, medical individual, or what have you, before coming on to today's episode. Huh? Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't practice medicine. I'm, I'm not some like pseudo-voo-voo, <laughs> uh, amazing witchcraft individual shaman, you know, that, that secretly knows what's going to happen. I don't. Okay, so I cannot predict the future. I don't understand medicine and, and virology and whatever you right? I make a living out of talking, talking to you guys and talking to other people. Right? So, so that's the basis. Uh, that's the basis we're beginning with. Uh. Wow, how, what, what a low bar to hit, guys. Right? But, but what is important is there are certain rule of thumb you know, that is out there already. Right? And one of the rule of thumb that's very well documented is that the severity or the fatality of a virus is inversely proportionate to the virality of the virus. That means how much it can spread. The more the ability of the virus to spread, the less fatal it is. So this is a rule of thumb. Uh, I'm not saying that there will be no anomalies. There are always anomalies in this world, but the underlying principle is like the first principle. Right? Most things will work this way. Right? So um, all the fear-mongering that the media is trying to drive at is really trying to get your attention. I feel, okay, I feel they're really just trying to get your attention. Some of the politicians are jumping on it because uh, they want to get political points and they, they need to uh, run for office again. Right? So like the UK, like Israel. So Israel just went through a very jalat uh, election 
to push out Netanyahu, which is the original government. Uh, the extreme left and the right, they came together to form a government. What the hell, right? So, so they, they need to have something to fight for, right? So they need an enemy. Um, and also uh, in the UK, so Boris Johnson, right? By now, he's the PM and they exited the EU, so they need to do something different, right? Whatever the EU they do, they, you must do something different to, to establish your legitimacy, right? So, so you see these two governments uh, overreacting a little bit. In my view, they're overreacting, right? So they are not following the, the WHO organization. They are not uh, very scientific lah, in that sense, right? So I would say uh, the Singapore government is showing some restraint, so that's good. Uh, but already come out, say narrative already. I already building narrative. Say, oh, you know, if if things goes bad, you know, we will roll back, which is which is kind of fair because it's aligned with the Singapore government's strategy, right? So the strategy is to endemic but have lit as little fatality as possible. So following this situation, if the virality of this thing is very high and the fatality is equally high, then yeah we're against the strategy. They will roll back, but I really doubt a lot of things will change going forward. So I, I'm not saying I let the cat out of the bag already. Oh, no need to listen already. End of story. Go back sleep. <laughs> but I think what is important is to understand some of these first principles of uh, viruses. How do they work? And understand the incentive structure of how governments work. Right? And how, how democracy work. You know, and, and with all these, and how, how the media works, huh? with all these ideas, you put together to better understand why certain things are being spun and certain things are being talked about. So by now, you should know that the media needs eyeballs. They need listenership. They need a hot topic, right? So which is why the media loves Trump, okay? Like it or not, the media loves Trump because there's a lot of things to talk about. There's a lot of like stupid things that you can talk about again, 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 right? And he becomes famous as a result of it, huh? So he will go down history, like everybody will remember Trump, okay? Like 30 years later, 20 years, 50 years, 50 years later, you'll still remember, why? You know that Trump guy, uh, when we were young, uh, he shook the world, you know? Right, so so what what have you? So the media needs something to fry so that they get eyeballs, so that they can charge the customers more for advertising and for your attention, essentially, right? So that is their business model. So understanding uh, first principles of viruses uh, with the inverse relationship between fatality and virality, understanding the incentive structures of how media companies run, which is why I keep saying that, you know, for the future, if we want to you know, be independent and continue to run the show on our own terms for our own community, then everybody needs to chip in, right? We need everybody to chip in $5, $10 a month. Then we can operate independently from any other vested interests of extra eyeballs, blah, 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 right? Uh, but that's a different story for another day. And of course, understanding how governments run, especially democracies, uh, why do they need to do certain things to unite the parliament or to... Uh, win votes and, and all that, right? So understanding all these these three fundamental facets will give you a better understanding why certain things sound scarier than, than they actually are, okay? So that's that. The other thing that you need to know before we discuss how will Omicron affect you, uh, you know, financially and, and what have you, right? Uh, is that a lot of governments are in a lot of pain already by now. There are a lot of pain. Okay, going forward, it's going to get even, even more pain, right? But, but they're in so much pain that they have given up trying to control the pandemic, okay? Or at least most governments have given up trying to control pandemic. So most governments have given up the whole zero COVID situation or zero COVID goal, maybe other than China, okay? China is a different story. Uh, if you think about it, right, China is a huge economy and a lot of the Chinese people are spending out of China, right? So now, now, now that you can lock 
1.4 billion people in, right? And they can spend their tourism money in China, right? China is incentivized to lock down the country, right? <laughs> like it or not, huh? So, so but, but uh, that's not the government's view. It's my view, huh? how I look at this thing, right? So that's that. Other than China, most countries have given up trying to control and they're going to push down an endemic path. And it's going to continue this way because they're in too much pain. They're spending too much money. Uh, they're, so, they're in too much debt, and the people are too unhappy already. Like you and I, we you know we we're all very um, uncomfortable. Okay, I will not say we are like unhappy and going to protest on the streets and and what have you, right? But come on, guys, we, we're very uncomfortable by now, right? And uh, that's why I left. Uh, I'm not saying you need to leave, huh? But but you get the idea, right? Many people are very uncomfortable already. So so that's that. So with a brief touch on the different incentive structures of the different parties involved, the virus, the government, and media, and also a, a brief understanding of okay, what is the what is the fact, what's a forward move, right? What where where is the world heading towards, right? It's an endemic situation. Everybody is aligned on this already, right? It's the same as saying, oh, we're all going to go, go green, right? Sustainable. Right? And now you say, oh, we don't sustainable, impossible. You're the anomaly. Everybody will hate you. Right. So generally everybody is aligned on the endemic future. So with this backdrop set up, I'm going to share with you uh, some pointers that I find very cute out there or some things that I think will happen going forward with Omicron. Essentially how it will affect you, okay? Number one, Omicron will not cause a market sell-off. <laughs> Everything also, market sell-off linked to virus. Everything also like that, right? <laughs> Whatever you can find, there must be a sell-off, right? A sell-off must find some causality, right? This is rubbish. <laughs> so, okay, so, so let, let, let us uh, wind, wind back, okay? Let, let, let me wind back a little bit. Huh? Recently, there's been a little bit of sell-off in the market, right? So there's a little, But a lot of things are happening. The Fed is um, indicating that they may adjust interest rates. Inflation numbers are up in the US. Oil prices are going frenzy. You know, um, a lot, some commodity prices are moving around. You know, even coffee futures are shaking. So, is it really a pandemic thing? <laughs> oh, a pandemic suddenly affect oil prices, suddenly affect coffee prices. Hello, guys, really. So, uh, let, let's be real. Uh, most of the movement in the futures market uh, is, is about volatility, it's about liquidity, and not about underlying demand, right? There's, there's no real serious change in, in the underlying demand of coffee. Like, what? Suddenly, a lot of coffee... Drinkers, huh? everybody at home want to drink more coffee. Uh. Very stressed. Uh. Like me, I uh, drink more tea then I cannot sleep. Uh, right? Rubbish. Uh. All those things are media, media narratives, right? So, okay. I, and I say it as, as if there's a lot. Very high, high certainty. Uh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm not coming from a ground of like, oh, guarantees like that. No, 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 no. I'm just trying to say that the media is so used to tying everything that, no, now there's an Omicron. It's causing market sell-off. Right? The, the reality is it is not. Okay, I really think the current market sell-off is uh, anchored on two things. So right? market sell-off is anchored on uh, increase in inflation, right? So showing that inflation is no longer transient or transitionary, right? Uh, it, it may be here to stay. Okay, and uh, that's given the high liquidity in the market, and we'll talk about that, you know, in in a in a later episode where I review the the year. Um, so so that's that. And also the increase in probability of uh, increase in interest rates, right? I, I really think, you know, my bets are the interest rates will come up, okay? Um, the, the governments of the world and the central banks, you know, I, okay, I cannot speak for a central bank, but the government's sure feeling a lot of pain. So a lot of inequality, a lot of, 
you know, uh, dissent, a lot of anger, all built on some of these things. And, and it's all a result of a very low interest rate environment, very cheap. So the people that can afford, they will, they will spend more, they will buy more, they beat up and the inequality happens. Right? So you will see that happening. And so with, with the increase in probability of uh, interest rates going up and the increase of the clarity that inflation is here to stay, the markets are, are reviewing what is happening going forward. Okay, it's not suddenly some variant virus. Woo! Suddenly, suddenly the market sell off. Delta also never sell off. Why Omnicron will sell off? Right? Because Omnicron sounds scarier. Is it Omnicron? <laughs> Rubbish. <laughs> so, so don't buy into the, the media narrative. Right? It's, it's, like, it's like they take causality. They, they take correlation as causality. You know? Oh, something happened. The other thing also happened. Oh, it's the cause. Fang P. Right? So rubbish. Uh. I, don't, I don't think that's how it works. Huh? Important is to observe interest rates. So if the Fed is going to increase interest rates, some of your growth stocks will sell off your... Um, high valuation stocks will sell off, crypto will sell off, anything that's very fluffy and uh, currently working in a high valuation environment, right, will tend to sell off quite seriously, okay? Maybe the rest will also sell off, but probably not as serious as, as these, right? Because um, firstly, it's, it's more expensive now, capital is more expensive uh, to, to hold into the future for these things because it compounds, right? You, you can say all oh, the growth over time, blah, 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 you will outrun. Uh, so for all the growth investors, okay, yeah, they will they will do it, lah, which is fine. That doesn't matter if you're a growth investor. Uh, but for everybody that is trying to be like opportunistic with their capital and hoping that, oh, it will go up, you know, in a short period of time, they can sell off, that kind, right? So you got to kind of watch out, okay? Also because in a higher interest rate environment, bonds perform better. So some of the... But then some of the risk capital that went into equity uh, will actually move up, right? Because now bonds can perform better, so they will reposition themselves and, and what have you, right? So, so there's, there's a lot of complexity into those things, but generally the observation is when interest rates move up, uh, some of these uh, big growth stocks of the highly, or, or the companies with valuations way above their PE ratios and, and, and what have you, will have a discount, they will sell down. Uh, depending on how, what's your strategy, you can play accordingly. Right? But it's definitely not due to Omnicron. Uh. <laughs> Stupid Omnicron! Okay, okay, but, uh, but, but there's this one thing about this recent Omnicron situation is that you are seeing mutation of the spike protein. And by now, I'm expecting all of you to know why it's a spike protein. Uh. If not, the government has failed in that campaign, okay? And watch some YouTube video. <laughs> so yes, the spike protein is mutating. In other words, the mRNA vaccines can very readily prove useless. Huh? And uh, this brings me to point number two, and that is if you are betting big on some of these uh, vaccine providers and pharmaceutical companies, you really got to revisit your theses. Huh? Not all of them are the same. And I'll expand a little bit on this after a word from our sponsor. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, so currently there are two broad class of vaccines out there, right? One is the 
mRNA style vaccine. The other one is the weakened virus vaccine. Okay, so pre- pretty much this is the two camps. Um, your Sputnik, your Sinovac, uh, I think Taiwan also has one new one. I can't remember what's that. But all of them are using the old technology, which is a weakened version of the virus. Right, so a lot of the existing vaccine that we take are actually dose, right? So essentially, they weaken the virus and they send it to you and then your body will build up immunity against that virus, okay? Uh, but mRNA is only focused on the receptor, right? So only focus on the spike protein. In other words, your body is really building up its immunity against the spike and not the whole virus, yeah, so, okay, okay, uh, I stand corrected. I'm not, a, I'm not a virologist, okay, but this is what I'm hearing from uh, what is out there and what, what WHO is putting out to say that, oh, yeah, you know, there's, uh, we're seeing some uh, variant in the spike protein and preliminary understanding is it will affect the kind of mRNA-specific vaccines, okay, in terms of their efficacy, right? So these are the two main vi- uh, vaccines out there. Uh, at least the two main camps, okay? Even when in the old, in the quote-unquote old technology, which is a weakened version of the virus, there are a few camps. Uh, whatever technology platform that they use, it's all the same idea or similar idea. And then mRNA is a whole new parallel, a whole new way of doing things, right? So, so these, these two are pretty much it. And you see Pfizer, Moderna, some of these guys, they, their share price are flying off the shelf, right? Like, like whoo! And the longer this drags out, the more money they're going to rack up, right? Or at least that's what people believe in. So that is one thing that's being paddled out there. But I think with the formation of Omicron, you will start to question that, oh, you know, is this a, is this a straight line trajectory? Or are, are we seeing that, oh, even this thing can change, right? And it can change so much that some of the, the vaccine is no longer working, right? So if that's the case, then you are pricing a lot of risk into a particular stock like Pfizer, like Moderna, you know, do you really want to do it? Right? So I think that's, that's the thing that will potentially affect. So for all of you listening that you have decided to bet big on some of these uh, vaccine providers or bet big on pharma, um, you, you might want to think about it. Right? You might want to re- revisit and think about it because, hey, if this thing flips, right, your, your risk reward is very, very high. Right? So I'm always, I, I'm always out of pharma, okay? I, I want to say, I always, yeah, I can say like, so far, I've not, I've not really bought any pharma, direct, direct pharma companies. I don't know enough about it and it's very complicated. I don't really want to participate in it. But if so happen, you have a big size in Pfizer, Moderna, some of these uh, mRNA vaccine providers, you really got to think about it, right? Because you may have listened to some TikToker, some financial YouTuber, some influencer, what have you. Uh, but it's, it's a fundamental risk to some of these businesses, especially Moderna, right? Pfizer at least has a wide spread of different vaccines that they are providing. Uh, but Moderna only has one product, essentially, right? They have other products in, in development. Uh, but they, so far, the only you know, <laughs> cash flow mechanism is the COVID vaccine, right? So um, if this renders useless, that is a very, very big risk. This core product risk, you know, that it's not working at all, right? So... Uh, think about it. it it's, Omicron shows that there is a very big chance that some of these early vaccines that we were, we were creating may not be as efficient or as useful going down, right? So will governments continue to spend this kind of money? That's a big question mark, right? So I think, I think that is something to observe, okay? Which brings me to a third point, how Omicron will potentially affect you financially. 
And that is some of your quote-unquote recovery play, right? Or your post-pandemic play will take a longer time to happen, right? Will take a longer time to recover. <laughs> but you already see the share price all fly up already, right? So whether is it your airlines, your hotels, your cruises, a lot of your tourism play, wow, all the share price all fly, all flying already. And they all took off. Right? So some of them are really back to pre-pandemic times. But the reality is, from 2019, start of the pandemic, all the way to now, a lot of these companies have really racked up a lot of debt. I don't know, investors are writing off the debt situation. That's one thing. But with interest rates potentially moving up, that is going to be more painful for a lot of these companies that are more debt-laden than they were pre-pandemic. And the other part is that with the Omicron variant, whether or not it actually poses a very serious new wave of uh, spread and all, all the governments will be more cautious, right? So they may roll back some of these things and the media is going to double down because they want to make money, right? So as the media double down this, this whole Omicron thing, uh, it's going to slow down people's travel plans. I really hear my friends say, oh, maybe because of Omicron, now we don't want to travel to Europe anymore. Right, so, so people will slow down their travel plans. So the whole reopening play will get affected also. Right? And then you'll be like, hey, Reggie, I thought you say uh, the, the share price will not come down or the, the stock market is not coming down because of Omicron. Then now you say, eh, pharma can get affected. Eh, now recovery play also can get affected. <laughs> okay, let me clarify. Uh, what I'm saying is Omicron is not a direct reason why the whole stock market is coming down because that's what all the media players are saying Omicron, Omicron there'll be another sell-off there'll be another dip it's not but there are certain sectors that are more sensitive to this thing right so like the recovery play is very sensitive to this because suddenly no recovery no reopening of course sensitive right the, the Moderna the Pfizer is of course very sensitive because that is their core product not working especially Moderna Right, so so those are very specific. It's not a market broad sell-off. The market movement should, in my view, should be a lot due to interest rates and inflation. Okay, so I think this is uh, the importance of trying to understand what's happening and not just blindly pick the next thing. Right, I think that's kind of where it is. And yeah, so all your recovery play will take a longer time to recover from their business fundamentals, and if interest rates move up. That means the debt they have taken through this pandemic is going to be more expensive going forward. <laughs> so, hey, really? Do you want to do that? Uh, so there's some, some things to think about, some things to be, to be concerned about, okay? So yeah, thanks for tuning in to my midnight rant about this Omicron and I hope you learned something useful. Of course, the, all the other things about, you know, whether or not you can... Uh, keep your job, whether or not you're financially you're stable. It depends on the sector that you're in and I will not repeat the same things going forward, right? But I would say uh, mostly the, the, the narrative that's going to happen over the next few days, okay, I'm recording this on Sunday midnight, right? Or the narrative that's going to come out over the next few days will really be about, you know, market sell-off, potential dip again. Will this be a will this be a, a double dip double dip situation or will this be a, a rehappening of the 2020 March 2020 drop? The media will always cover the same shit like, again and again and again. They need they need something to cover, right? And politicians will join in here and there whenever it's incentivized for them. 
uh, and the market is going to move down because of other reasons, not because of this. Right? So, so I think these are, these are important uh, clarification of, of what's going to happen. And I hope this gives you more clarity as to how you can play this thing and how um, you should see this, this uh, Omicron variant, how it will affect you financially. Right? So number one is um, the, the dip, the recent dip, uh, is highly unlikely to do with Omicron. Okay, Delta didn't have a dip. Why Omicron suddenly have a dip? Right. So, is 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 highly unlikely. It's a lot more due to interest rates and inflation. So, if you want to observe whether there's a perpetual dip in the market going forward, then uh, you want to see the Fed's numbers, which are coming out. Okay, uh, mid December. Uh, number two is Moderna and Pfizer, the mRNA viruses. Uh, fundamentally at risk if Omicron f- changes this whole ball game of the spike protein, right? Which you you want to observe this, okay? Especially with the WHO, and if you can, and if you're not a virology expert, then you probably should stay out of some of these companies. Up to you. You decide. I'm not telling you how to play this, okay? But this will affect the, some of their core business and your core product doesn't sell, of course it affects the whole business, okay? And of course, the third point is that some of your reopening play will take a longer time to play out. And in a higher, higher interest rate environment, as, as if confirm higher interest rates already, right? To me, very high probability. Eh? I'm not, not saying definitely what happened. Eh? But yes, given a higher interest rate environment and a longer uh, recovery, longer reopening, uh, it will affect all these companies uh, from a financial standpoint and also from their share price, right? So think about it, see how they will play it out, be more aware and uh, don't always get smoked by <laughs> the media. Lah. Okay, so I hope you learned something useful today. See ya. Hey, I hope you learned something useful today and truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with the financial coconut. Knowledge is that much more powerful and interesting when shared, debated and discussed. Join our community telegram group, follow us on our social, sign up for our weekly newsletter. We are doing a weekly newsletter reboot. We are going to have a lot of information within the newsletter. Everything is in the description below. And if you love us and want to help us grow, definitely share the podcast with your friends and on your socials. Also, if you have any interesting thoughts you want to share or you know someone that we would like to hear from, reach out to us through hello at thefinancialcoconut.com With that, have a great day ahead Stay tuned next week And always remember Personal finance can be chill, clear And sustainable for all Even when we're on a budget We still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up Stunning high-end goods For 50 to 80% less than similar brands They have buttery soft cashmere sweater Starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, thanks for tuning in to my random rant. Next week, regular programming will happen will continue it will either be an SRS game plan or um, phases of getting out of a red race okay either way they're all content that I think are pretty good you know I hope you find them useful and find them uh, interesting and invigorating of course as you can tell over the past two months I have been trying to recalibrate 
our content for Tuesdays because I've been getting feedback, uh, different kind of feedback. And one of the main feedback that I'm getting is, uh, we were a bit too chim, uh, a bit too chim. Right, so so I get it. Right, for all of you that want to geek out and be chim, right, go to Stock Geek Out. Okay, market updates, and listen to Geek Out. Uh, we do the chim chim stuff there, right? I, I want to keep TFC uh, accessible. I want to keep TFC, the main podcast, accessible uh, so that we can welcome more people into this discussion, right? We don't want to be all high and mighty and be like, oh, you know, I, you don't know, you never manage your money, blah, 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 right, right, rubbish. Right? All those things not important. Important is we recognize that a lot of people are uncertain about their financial future, uncertain about uh, how to look at finances. And, you know, when you, when you are uncertain, you will fear, you will... You know, you even resent it, right? So I think that's the part that we are trying to curb as a company, as a community. We're trying to get more people to talk about money, right? Trying to get more people to participate in the conversation and, and create better conversations, right? So I'm going to make sure Tuesday is going to be continuously accessible. From time to time, there'll be a little bit more, you know, geeky stuff here and there because of like like markets, you know, and, and what have you. But I'm going to keep it very a lot more accessible and I, I will appreciate your continued feedback right, to, to help us uh, stay relevant and pro- create content that, that will work for you and work for us, of, of, of course, lah, right? Because if you listen, then we can sell sponsor. <laughs> so, yes, uh, thanks for supporting the podcast. We're coming to the end of the year and uh, take care. Uh, see you soon. Bye.